0: Hi, so I'm here with D-Chips, and uh, once again, it's Desiree holmes Sharini. I am your host of Intuitive Journey with Desiree, and I'm having a little bit of an impromptu visit with my friend and mentor, D-Chips, and we have just finished, we're smiling. (laughs) We're happy. We're happy, (laughs) because we have just finished up a... uh, we, a long weekend of um, the annual NATH conference, and NATH stands for the National Association of Transpersonal Hypnotherapists. And don't make me say that three times real fast. Um, and Dee, uh, let me introduce her. So I, I'm just really excited that we are able to do a in-person interview. So I'm I'm doing this on my iPad. Usually when I'm talking to you, I'm hooked up with a microphone and I'm dressed a little more formally, but I'm wearing my the universe it's perfect <laughs> Loves a Believer t-shirt um, and taking advantage that we are actually here together at this conference and, and excited to be in the same place at the same time and we've created a little studio out of this hotel room. And once again, as I usually remind everyone that this is a video and an audio podcast. So you audio podcast people, if you're interested, um, get to see this in a few weeks. If you tune into Transformation TV, you can see the video. But the audio podcast comes out first, so you get the first listen. Anyway, uh, let me introduce Dee Chips. I have her bio in front of me, and um, Dee is the co-founder and former National Association of Transpersonal Hypnotherapists president. She's experienced as a social worker with a BSW from, what's WVU? West Virginia University. West Virginia University. She has case-managed both disabled and elderly clients, certified as a master hypnotherapist, Reiki master, life between lives therapist and trainer, HUNA practitioner, ordained minister and spirit-releasement therapist. She has helped many people over the years and Diaz currently resides in West Palm Beach, Florida. In addition to that, she also is a poetry author and her work has been included in the books of other authors including Roy Hunter's Spiritual Regression and Joe Mancini's The Present Power of Past Lives. She is also Last year was awarded the National Association of Transpersonal Hypnotherapists Lifetime Achievement Award, which was highly deserved. Um, I don't wanna keep talking except for the way I met Dee is that she and her husband, Alan Chips, were my instructors and mentors for hypnotherapy back when I began my journey as a transpersonal hypnotherapist. And I'm so grateful to have her as a friend and a mentor. And welcome, Dee. Thank you. Okay. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be together. So we, we yeah, kind of get is. to see each other annually when we're here at the uh, uh, convention, mm-hmm. and it's like an old homecoming, isn't it? Really, you know, the reunion. Yeah, uh, the lost spir- tribe. The spiritual reu- <laughs> re- spiritual reunion. Anyway. Um, So I'm going to start with a question for you about how were you drawn into the work you do? What brought you to be a hypnotherapist, a Reiki master, um, all those things? It evolved.
1: It evolved. (laughs) (laughs) Where to begin? it, It started out as me being probably different, you know, as a child even, having memories and dreams and intuitions and not quite fitting in with my family of origin um and being interested in past lives
0: hmm. even from reading, as a child you were yeah okay. and,
1: and especially as a teenager uh dick sutton's books you were born again to be together he oh. did group progressions and i really really wanted to do I've that myself that. yeah that's interesting i had I heard, past yeah. life dreams and and they guided me and I manifested being able to find, when I went to college, a um, a psychology master's level graduate who was willing and able to do a regression. Wow. And I had just met Alan, my future husband, and we're At the dating, time, yeah. and we're dating. And I drug him to my, I got this guy to agree as research for his stuff that he would do a regression for me. And there was another guy there. But it was going to be alone on a dormitory, um, not dormitory, but a university room, and it was at night. And I just, I didn't <laughs> so know what to go back. with you. So, yeah, he, yeah, so, so I, I asked like a him smart to idea. come with me and yeah. just experience. And I ended up being able, once he got beyond the archaic, Kind of things when he hooked me up with a guide I was able to go um, and I did a very significant past life that then Alan put later in his book Clinical Hypnotherapy Transpersonal Approach oh. and he told everyone in the entry-level classes that how that session went and he kind of he he didn't believe in it but he started experiencing himself being in my regression, which would have been maybe my most recent past life, and that he would have been there, and, oh, exactly. and in a romantic way, and there's more to that story, but we won't. Yeah, won't yeah. one of the things on I that.
0: one of the things I talked to Dee about was that I thought we probably have so much to talk about that um, we, and with a limited amount of time for this show, that I'm counting on having her. Back for uh, another interview, where we can really delve deeply into some of the really interesting stories that she has. Uh, Okay, so that's how you got
1: well started. In in part, we went, we got our college degrees and did our career stuff and became a band and got into music and just you know then had kids and um, finally he did not want to do business. Um, anymore and um, he took a hypnotherapy certification class at a school that no longer exists, Cincinnati School of Hypnosis Mm -hmm. and I helped put him through that and he eventually then got his doctorate from American Institute of Hypnotherapy that was associated with the American Board of Hypnotherapy and started a private practice, and I eventually quit my social work job and became our full-time administrator. We started a school, and then started training the entry-level hypnotherapy certification classes. Um, what year would you say that was? Well, the when first... When you started your school? 92, and the first graduating class was 93, which I was in. Oh, okay. And okay. Um, then in 90, 495, started the NATH, the National Association, added to it, and then published more books. Eastern Institute of Hypnotherapy was the first beginning of the NATH, Mm -hmm. and... We dissolved that and did everything under the NATH in 2000.
0: And again, NATH, for the so. listeners and the viewers, is the National
1: Association of Transpersonal Hypnotherapists, which is where mm-hmm. I trained with you and guys. And we started the first annual convention in 1995 and just kept going. And here we are. Until 2016 yeah. was my last year. And then it was sold to Linda Thunberg and yeah. she now owns and operates the NATH. And and just also
0: to um, fill in the um, viewers that unfortunately Alan uh, was lost to us, or he passed on to someplace better um, a
1: couple years ago. Yeah, um, from December, cancer, yeah. December fifth, two thousand twelve. And um, uh, so Hodgkin's cancer, after a nine-year
0: battle. Yeah, and he hung in there, and he 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 actually definitely outlasted his prognosis with with the power of the mind and and you know he he was a a fighter and also you know he was a winner he he won that for quite a long time
1: he yeah. was successful when he used the hoxytherapy therapy diet and tonic from 2003 to 2006 he did kick the cancer and then he got real stressed again, Mm -hmm. and um, family convinced him to do chemo and radiation. Oh. And it was kind of like struggling with what neuropathy and other stuff that that caused. And he did not stick with, I wish he had gone back to it, but he didn't. The Hoxie. Yes. And so Uh, that's a
0: whole other. A whole other thing. A whole
1: other show, a whole other. But but the um, Hoxie therapy book uh, is still available at this point. Okay. And so, is this killing your cancer without killing yourself using natural cures that work? Yeah, Amazon and everything. So,
0: so if you want to, still there. Uh, it still helps. Lo- look people. into that. There is there is an alternative uh, or adjunct to you know the standard mm-hmm. care,
1: which a lot of people don't. But hypnotherapy into. is definitely blended yeah. in there. Reiki, other things that help.
0: Yeah, but then you you took it on yourself, and then recently sold your. Um, uh, company, the the National Association, and now you're a free mm-hmm. woman, <laughs> a, little. <laughs> a little bit, but you've been doing a lot of work. And I'm going to put that off until the end. I want to at the end tell people what you're doing now. Yeah. But what I really wanted to talk to you about was the fact that you, like you said, as a child, you had experiences and and a, a difference, and you kind of knew something was different. And I know in talking to you personally that you've had some interesting experiences. And what would you say is the first unusual experience you had that really can't be explained, um, either intuition or a knowing or um, uh, vision or experience where you couldn't explain it with the standard um our standard knowledge—the first one
1: that yeah. give that goes way back. Really, um, but more more profoundly significant okay. would would have to be dreams and guidance. Okay, that go along with. Um, I think I contracted with my guides when coming here, when planning this life, because life between lives is another. Mm -hmm. whole other area that goes way beyond just past lives and it explains a whole lot
0: I'm going to step in and explain because maybe some of the viewers here are familiar with some of these terms maybe some of you aren't Life Between Lives is uh, the concept that as a soul, we come, we go we come, we go and in between our lives we kind of have a meeting with those who are our guides that help our soul progress in the right direction for us to learn as souls. And there is a therapy called Life Between Lives, a hypnotherapy where you can visit that space and and know them. Otherwise it happens and you may not remember. So the Life Between Lives hypnotherapy gives you a little bit of access to help you understand what's going on and why why some things happen, Mm -hmm. why you're choosing some of these things actually. Mm -hmm. So in your Life Between Lives, you got
1: some Well, I have to say, Lucid, Lucid Dreams actually helped even get the first Life Between Life certification going. Oh, okay. Because I had asked Dr. Michael Newton to come and be our keynote speaker, mm-hmm. and he accepted, and he was not ready at the time to be able to uh, want to do a certification class. He'd, um, he finally, years later, came around to that, but I had had a lucid dream, and then Alan had had a lucid dream following up, and then we talked and we developed the program. He was willing at that point. Several years later,
0: why don't you explain to whoever's listening, our audience and viewing, what it, about what a lucid dream is? <laughs>
1: um. One of the things I'm going to do with my future book I'm writing is on sleep, dreaming, and living lucidly is I'm not going to actually call it lucid dreams because people are willing to argue with you over what okay. they think their concept is. Okay. So I'm going to say living lucidly. <laughs> Nobody can argue yes. with that. <laughs> Don't fight with me on that, right? <laughs> right. Um, no, I've done dream workshops even mm-hmm. um, for the ARE up in Wisconsin. Um, with Alan when he did past life stuff. And um, Lucid, uh, I mean, literally, you, you know, that you can write a book on it. Um, and you're going to. And, I'm, and I am yeah, in the process of writing several at a time and just trying to get to a point where I can get them out there. Mm-hmm. I said I'm gonna pop them out like babies mm-hmm. <laughs> once I get going. So, so lucid um, dreaming—what does that entail? Different than normal dreaming? Well, it's not symbolic. Mm. It's um, there. There are different kind of um, mm, different feelings, uh, different guidance, meaning it's real. It may be past, it may be future, it's almost as if you're time traveling. in, okay. And there can also be soul level communication, so there's a whole lot to it. There are different elements of what could be lucid. All right. But it's, it's more real um, than it, it's like a soul level past, present, or future, and can incorporate. Communication with living or deceased people too. So if, if somebody
0: who's listening or watching this um, had a dream, how would they, because I know sometimes I've had dreams and I'm like, oh, that was a dream, and sometimes I've woken up from a dream and thought, wow, that was weird. It felt like I was really there. Mm-hmm. So is that sort of a way like, to discern uh, lucid dreaming? Is it just much more real than really just saying, oh, that was a dream? because
1: sometimes it feels yeah. like I was yeah. not a lot it, it's, I was not it's, in my bed, I was someplace else. It's not necessarily um, symbolic, mm-hmm. it's not processing of what happened during the day. Right. It becomes more of um, a direct communication, I think, with others or with spirit. Okay. And it may be guidance oriented.
0: And in it's court. likely that if you had a lucid dream,
1: you would know it was different. Yes. Okay, yeah. Different quality. Mm-hmm.
0: Good. So, from there, you had this lucid dream, and so did Alan. Yeah. And,
1: and with the um, meeting with and connecting with Dr. Newton in oh, the dream state. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Okay. And knowing that it, it would be developed, and then taking the steps once, you know, waking up and getting back in touch again. and working out the details and doing it. The first class was right after 9-11. Nobody planned for our class to be less than a week after 9-11, and um, that, again, would have a lot of, you know, that impacted so many people. Everyone remembers where they were, what they were doing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just like where they were, if they watched the man land, you know, the moon landing for the first time. They always knew where they were, what they were doing. There were some really mystical experiences around that too and the ability to know when souls were coming for release. Mm. Even at the first Life Between Lives class, September 2001 in Virginia Beach, um, there were souls that were connected with The people who came from the New York area. Okay. And I was able to know they were around. They were getting into my energy field. I could not stop coughing. I had not coughed. So there's there's different experience. I went out and onto the beach to not interrupt the class. Not when we were filming, and I knew what it was because I had cleared twice before that class souls that had come. To the property, and a vortex of energy. The archangel Michael rescue spirits of light, clearing them. But they had to be cleared first. They were, they you know, they were in trauma. They had breathed in all that dust and all that fire and smoke, and and um, they needed to be energetically healed. So I did that with Reiki. Okay, so and then called on and released those. And as soon as I did that, this vortex of light come get them. I could feel when it was clear, and I could go back into the class, and no coughing, nothing, nothing. So are Just these are, are these souls that
0: were attached to the people in the class, or simply that they were drawn to
1: you? In part, in they they tagged along. Hmm. Because maybe word had gotten out, and there was a <laughs> place—the <a> soul, like <laughs> there was knows. a place that they yeah. could get cleared. Yeah. So they brought them with them for the right place.
0: Because yeah. I I've, they I've, can help I've, clear you know. Them. It, it's often said that um, if uh, someone dies suddenly or tragically or, oh, or with yeah. a lot of trauma, that the soul does not naturally flow, but that it. Can get stuck, and that's you know, mm-hmm. they say. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's where hauntings well, um, happen. Is that they they didn't they aren't they did yeah. not get their natural release, right? And so so this leads me into as yes. a soul releasement. Yes, and I did I do take that, that workshop <laughs> with you. I took a very brief and one with class you. The master's class has a whole day one. on
1: that. Yeah, and that presented signing. some
0: of that, and um, it, it did make me um, think. Well, okay, I'm not sure I want to do that because you did say don't. Don't go into this without preparation. But um, I also said, don't fear it.
1: That's true. If, if you're yeah. doing it, you have to know mm-hmm. what. Who's boss? Well, and yeah, yeah. The outcome is there. It's not a, a contest. So, what what
0: would a soul releasement session? So, I, I the way mm-hmm. that we talked about it was uh, sometimes someone you you said sometimes they may not be feeling themselves or they're having unusual thoughts or, or mm-hmm. sensations that just are not normal, they feel weird, they feel different, and that that may be that a soul has attached to them and they may benefit from soul releasement. Now, um, to put this in other terms, sometimes that might have been called possession, or that might have been called an entity, or that might, you know, other, other realms, other modalities, other mm-hmm. people might be using different words, mm-hmm. but sometimes you somebody is not themselves. Like maybe, you know, however many hundreds of years ago that, um, you know, it, you don't know. Is it schizophrenia
1: or is it like right, possession? Right. Is it well, insanity? nobody's dealing with it right now, yeah. basically. Well, no, because you know, it's I mean, how the, do you say. How the do Catholic say? Church has a, a, mm-hmm. a way that they have, but hardly anybody can do it. And it's mm-hmm. it, it takes a certain approach that is a lot more... What, I don't mean to talk badly about it at all, because anybody who tries to work with this, um, you know, has to be rather um, trained and brave at some level, because um, depending on at what level that manifestation is, whether it's just a human disincarnate that is confused or a loving. Disincarnate relative that is confused and wants to help. There's variety. There are variations of that, and of then there how can, a soul
0: would attach, and uh,
1: and then there can also be the darker, more demonically mm-hmm. oriented, and that even Dr. Edith Fiore didn't like to work with them. So uh, Dr. Bill Baldwin, I had training with him, okay. and his whole book was Spirit Releasement Therapy. That was the textbook that we used. Um, Irene Hickman, she also, Mind Probe Hypnosis, Remote Depossession, those kind of books. She has an excellent script in there for home clearing too. Oh In her book. So there are some really good people that I've received some training from that have passed away now, but um, it is, um, there's so much to it that each case is unique. You can't assume anything. You Uh have to check it out with that person to know. I mean, a sudden onset. It can be shock, it can be trauma, it can be anesthesia anything like that can bring on a disruption of the energy field and if there is an imbalance um, a desire for substance then um, that also can be a different spirit wanting to vicariously get their fix through Mm -hmm. that person attaching in their energy field It doesn't have to be full possession. It can be shadowing and or just, and or, you know, it can be totally loss of awareness of what happened during, like, blackout. Mm -hmm. I've heard that. so, So, I mean, it can be worked with, but people don't know where to go. Right, who would? And, and, or and or he, they think they're crazy. And like Ghostbusters, you don't have to put the spirit in a box and <laughs> hold it in abeyance. You can actually do what I said Let with those other Send it uh, on. With the appropriate way of calling on, and I say the Archangel Michael is my friend. He, I call mm-hmm. on him, and angels of light and rescue spirits of light, they all work with this. And it's like the teamwork. Of the hypnotherapist, the client, and
0: spirit—a
1: mm-hmm. yeah. triangle of—we're um, all equal, and we're all working for the highest good. And yeah, and
0: it's fascinating work, and I'm sure I—I like, I don't even know what percentage of the population has ever even heard that this is a therapy, <laughs> right? And and so and the tense yeah. Personal, Trans- personal, personal therapists, therapists can help you with
1: that, right? If they're trained to,
0: right? <laughs> exactly. You got you. Not everybody can no. do it. You no, it's definitely straight not. Straight hypnotist. Don't, don't try it. Very but. few have been trained in that, so it is it is hard to find. But for someone who, you know, what happens? You go to the doctor. You go to the psychologist. Or a psychiatrist will put you on antipsychotic medications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Stuff that will help you zone out, but maybe, you know, maybe you don't need that. And and if that's not making a difference, then it there is no harm in pursuing something perfectly natural. Why not do
1: something that is non-invasive, and that in one or two sessions can totally eliminate. And and not to say not to say to just
0: you know uh, don't dismiss your psychologist or psychiatrist no, at all we, ever we work
1: very but, in hand right. with and holistically and ideally if there is mental are mental health professionals involved you would want to get a release and work with them and and mm-hmm. you know at least educate them and everyone be on board.
0: Yeah. For exactly. that exactly. And it just takes a little education and that's part of why I do this show because I like I said in my um, introduction that This show is about some common sense um, things about just everyday life coaching, but I do love to introduce things that people have (laughs) no idea about.
1: Like woo Yeah, (laughs) woo-woo. But it's (laughs) it's not not it woo-woo. It's it's, it's (laughs) called
0: woo-woo because we don't understand how it works. But just because, I always say, just because you don't understand how something works doesn't mean it's not effective, Mm -hmm. it's not real. And here's a lady who can, it's all uh, energy. who's had the experience. The scientists of are benefits. saying that too. Yeah. It's all energy, well, and, and people can't see energy. Him. Yep. He it's,
1: was a keynote speaker and got a got a clinical, con- significant clinical clinical contribution to yeah. our field, because he was very pro hypnotherapist about mm-hmm. what we could do. Yeah. He could talk about it, but. And as
0: hypnotherapists, there's so much that we can do. And that's what I love about being a hypnotherapist is that, you know, I I can help in so many different ways.
1: Post-traumatic
0: stress. Yeah. So many different ways. And quickly, Thanks. quickly and easily. And mm-hmm. where people didn't have help before or they just wanna put you on pills. Um, right. And yeah, you know, you can drown it in pills or you can be mentally healthy, right? Mm-hmm. So, how are we doing on time? Okay, we're almost to a half an hour. Um, I'd like to, I do want to have you back, okay? Because there are some great stories. Maybe we get
1: more specific on yeah. Then we certain then we can get on too. some of these
0: longer <laughs> longer stories. But in addition to the spirit releasement, let me pull this out again before I let you go, or before we try. Okay. Um, Reiki, I'm, I'm gonna go through here and ask you before yeah. we close up, uh, about Reiki. Reiki's an energy, now I just took my initial certification and I need to practice, um, but, so I understand it better now. Um, I also have other energy healing, mm-hmm. you know, modalities I've been trained in, but you're a Reiki master. Yes. And so tell us about Reiki and how that works and how it's used. How a practitioner could benefit you.
1: You know I could do a whole class on yeah. this, and it takes a <laughs> like, whole lot longer than, than this. How about just the what? basic tenets okay. of Reiki? Okay, I believe that it was rediscovered. I know, the I book did. that I stopped writing because I got so busy when Alan got sick, mm-hmm. I put on hold. Eventually I hope to finish it. It would be Transpersonal Reiki and Miraculous Cases of Healing. And the different cases that I've worked with have been, like, miraculous. Um, I believe that uh, Reiki is, I describe it as a cellular and a cellular remindment of perfection. Mm. That we all were perfect at creation and only in coming into the physical and experiencing all the hardships and stuff that we've fallen away from the truth and that we become damaged at energy levels the vibrational frequencies of our bodies our mental emotional it's all vibrating at higher frequencies the physical is the lowest vibrational yep, frequency and that's pretty much agreed to and yeah. so for a healing to happen it has to get all the way through those other levels but the reiki energy is like picking up divine energy bringing it down where we need it to be spiraling it around through all of those layers of our vibrational frequencies our mental emotional bodies all the way from the spiritual because we don't take 100% of our spiritual energy with us into our bodies right. when we incarnate we always have a portion oh, yeah, just a that is bit, part huh? left with source mm-hmm. like our higher self we still have that so it is Putting that divine energy that is a hundred percent positive down into our system—it's a one-way flow. Once a person, uh, everyone has reiki in them. Every created thing has living life force. Uh-huh. Reiki means universal life force. Okay. Yeah. So we all have it. Um, it's that energy can get stuck. It can get blocked. It can get interfered with. And. Reiki will unblock that energy when it's given to someone, and get it flowing again, and then their mind, body, emotions, so, and physical can return to more normal. So some things take more time. And it's a little bit like the chakra and system some in can, a way. Yes. Well, yeah, it, it, works with, again. it works with. It works with, you know, your whole system. But it's a one-way flow. The properly tuned therapist, by a properly attuned master, can carry that frequency, like the three-way light bulb. If we're all like that unlit light bulb of sort, we've all got the perfect wiring for it, but the Reiki attunement at level one is like turning that light bulb on, plugging it into the source and Mm -hmm. lighting it up. There's a 21-day cleansing cycle. By the end of the 21 days, the energy has moved through all from the crown all the way to the root chakra. So you're cleaning out The system that's going to be then the instrument for reiki to flow through okay and each successive level or degree is like kicking that up like a 20 um like having um a three-way light bulb right and the highest level you can get to is another 21 day cleansing mm -hmm. the master level is like the brightest you can get to without in the bowl, you know, like that you can manifest in this. So um, a Reiki master um, is ideally, I will not attune somebody to that level unless they want to teach. Mm. Because with ability comes responsibility.
0: Right, that's good. You know, that. um, so your description, it's not, again for the listeners, uh, the viewers, that Reiki is not that you are doing something; it's
1: flowing through you. But you I, are,
0: you are like the the cord, the wire that this this
1: energy flows through That therapist. That's why you yeah. need to be this clear channel. Well, the therapist yeah. gets the energy mm-hmm. even as they're giving it, so right. they need to keep themselves as clear as possible right. um, to give it to themselves if they're in need, because they want the majority of it passing through them Mm -hmm. and going to the other person. I even had the auric energy analysis that I was gonna be putting in the book too, Uh that showed the therapist gets the improvement as they're giving a treatment, yeah. even to then, somebody yeah. else. And that's what
0: is great about it is because it does not drain the therapist.
1: It does not. You're as not, a matter of
0: fact, you you.
1: It's not your own battery, right? You're, you're getting you're, choc- it's not like
0: a healer who draw. Like sometimes we see these videos or movies of someone who's healing or an empath. And then they feel like, weakened. Ah, and they're like, and no, they're they're gone. You don't need but Reiki. It is a. It's like the energy flows through you, and. You get it, to, yeah, you get it too. But the majority is supposed it, yeah. to go, to but it doesn't the take away from the. It doesn't take away from the Reiki um, mm-hmm. practitioner. Mm-hmm. It, it's simply like. I stuck my finger in the light bulb, yeah, in, the, in the socket, and I touched don't somebody. Do don't try that way. Yeah, get trained. Uh,
1: get, get the universal light socket.
0: Yes, the universal light socket. You cannot elect but it's a flow. And, um, and so, yeah, again, for anyone who, uh, that's why I love introducing I this stuff. People may have heard of Reiki. They don't know what it is. They don't understand it. And, and so, you know, I, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, and and you explain as um, someone who really knows. Her stuff if, about it.
1: If people really knew all that it is, no one would have room in their Reiki classes. Right? They would all be standing in line begging to, to get and this and to get rightfully and to you have sound energy. Work with them with Reiki too. Yeah.
0: Because you know, I've heard so many people say, "Oh, well, I went and got Reiki." You know, in the people that we know, say, oh, "Well, I went and got Reiki. I feel so much better. I had this treated with that." And well, there's hospitals
1: you know... are starting to use it too. And, yeah, I know they they got on board with they're...
0: acupuncture several years back. Yeah, and now they're getting on board with some of these other things. And and uh, so if you're if you're not on board with alternative, which should not be called alternative, if you're not on board with holistic, holistic and natural. Um, complimentary. Yes, complementary <laughs> healing modalities. It should not be. They should come first, not be the second. As complementary, you know, it'd be lovely to have a world where the initial treatment is the holistic treatment for anything, and then go to the doctor if there's not improvement. Because it'd be mm-hmm. wonderful to keep like those pills and medicines out of your body that either deplete or add things you don't need. Um, and mess up your natural balance when you could get your natural balance back in such a beautiful way where you don't put a pill or any you know, poison yeah. and chemicals in your body to do it. So, um, let's see. We still have a little bit of time. Okay. Um, Huna, practitioner. Uh. Huna.
1: Now there are things with oh, that too. Oh, I've been oh, guided pono, pono. to even go yeah. get this training and then bring it back. and. Mm-hmm.
0: So um, that will be another story about how you got there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, tell us how you got there. Let's go into that. Let's let's go into how you. Wait. Let's start with what it is. Okay. Huna. Huna and Ho'oponopono. Yes. You can describe just basically what living. it is. <laughs> then Being then it, let's then it, tell the story ancient. about what
1: what brought you to it. It's it's not, you know, or what a lot of it was lost, mm-hmm. and the. Um, a lot of it in the ancient times before white men came, before um, all of that, before the native spirituality became outlawed, mm-hmm. like most of, you know. Um, they were just trying I to the I mean, see even, even the hula dance, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's like, but um, the chants and everything, um, very ancient and a knowledge of energy and even like if somebody were to say there's something missing, they're they're kind of saying at an energy level they feel something isn't there. And they're probably right. They probably are missing some piece, mm-hmm. some element that belongs to them. And that's another whole story of where it goes and how to get it back and all of that. It mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be all shamanistic, but the ho, ho'oponopono in particular, because huna is very broad. Okay. Um, but that energy release, forgiveness—they would do every single day, like as the sun went down, examine their conscience: where were they not a hundred percent pure of thought and interaction between other people?
0: So ho'oponopono it was a breaking is a of practice, energy cords—is a practice at the part of huna. huna. Um, which is the ancient Hawaiian tradition of, I don't know if you want to call it religion or a custom of spirituality. It's their way of being. Spirituality, their spiritual way of being. And um, Mm -hmm. ho'oponopono, if you'll translate that for
1: us. (laughs) Ho'oponopono means to, um, to correct what went wrong, essentially, if we're translating, or to make right, right. To restore in essence to balance um, make it a hundred percent positive again the energy between people that um, any away from love would show up as darkness and the energy cords between them and they if a person were ill they would have those people around them come to their bedside and basically confess up where were they holding some unforgiveness where were they doing this or that and they would break those energy cords and then have it restored reconnect with only the light there and even estranged relationships can get healed and the other person does not need to know even as that long as you one have done practicing that, that disconnection and you can reconnect at a higher level and you don't have to reconnect if there's not meant to be one but at least you're not dragging around that energy ball chain or or being having all that negative vibrational Mm -hmm. energy between you you can and I've I've taken what would be done every single day and westernized it modernized it and made it into that you can do this in a therapeutic practice um, whether it's a session or you learn to do it on your own, which the huna, um, like, um, i trying to think of her name, but there was a great Hawaiian kahuna, um, which is kind of like a PhD, the mm-hmm. kahunas of this, that, and the other. Taneo Sands Kumalae, I think. Okay. Um, went to New York City, and e- even then, every day, she would break the energy cords and yeah. start anew, so you could always be fresh.
0: And that's not a bad idea, even if you don't know ho'oponopono, or you don't know anything just about it. Just when you
1: feel your energy's right. been depleted, or it, it you know, just release, somebody gives you the yeah, finger just red go. light, but, <laughs> yeah. and you well, suddenly well. don't feel right. Right,
0: so so when, when you know, <laughs> It's like that term, let it go. You, sometimes literally, literally, between, yeah, it's literally let it go. But, yeah.
1: but I've incorporated the Archangel Michael into that too. Okay. With the rescue spirits of light and the healing yeah. angels of light. And wherever that like, laser sort of light touches to help break it, and my own modification of it, it turns from light and from darkness into light. wherever. The light is the darkness cannot be light, love, truth. Right. It spreads on contact going back into the other person. And it could be the literally the pain in the neck.
0: Yes. I had one of those.
1: Or the <laughs> pain
0: in the or, wherever. or you
1: know what? When or, we were doing the workshop Or we... the you know, it, it could it could actually be leading to a physical issue yeah. mm-hmm. wherever that energy cord was connected. It was connected. And yeah. Yeah. And um you so heal it. Let's actually heal
0: this it. is it was not in your workshop during this um conference but in one of mine where I was doing a workshop and I had people um find where they were feeling something in their body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. based on a memory. Right. And and this one was anger and I had said, "Okay, find in your body where the anger is." And one of the ladies said, "Well, I felt it in my left, in my left cheek, well, butt back. cheek. Yeah. And she says, and I know who it is. So they were literally Yeah, she says I the literally ass. felt a pain in the ass. And and it's true, you like you're saying, like yeah, and, and so yeah. however and, you identify it and through whatever process right, you, right.
1: Right. it it it's and, in your body and you need to right. let that go. And sometimes. and the thing about the transpersonal of yeah. like hypnotherapy and Reiki and Huna and spirit releasement and stuff when you get all that together it's very very similar to what jesus did and taught his disciples to do most of their healings were um working on a person and if you look there's a lot of spirit releasement in it Hmm. but there was also um i would say like definitely master level knowing of how to work with people and releasing their energy. And I just look at it like the best that we're doing is almost uh, a following what was done.
0: Yeah.
1: That's... And and you
0: know, as controversy as it... And she's so, so nobody can say, oh, yeah, how can you do that if you're mm-hmm. a
1: Christian? Uh, I, I am, and I still do, because I feel like that's what I'm, well, and, I'm actually and you, following.
0: You know, it may be more Christian you know. than many of the people that say they're Christian, because you incorporate all things that are good to help people. Right. And, and, and instead of negating things based on a
1: bias. Mm-hmm. But when you're in somebody's yeah. energy field... Mm-hmm and you're asking for their guides and your guides to work together and the highest good of all concerned and you're sensing where their body is drawing that energy, then impressions might come. I've even been able to do the mediumship kind of thing when I've been in their energy field and messages that their loved one might want to pass forward to them. Mm -hmm. That will be in the Reiki book too but it's like becoming a medical intuit and yeah. knowing what, and it's like their body draws you and then you get impressions. Yeah. But with knowing the hypnotherapy too, they might spontaneously abreact. Mm. And it's good to know how to do a hypnotherapy session right along with it. Yeah. I love that I've got all those components. Exactly. I don't feel afraid to do it.
0: You're not, you're not left yeah. in that,
1: like, like, now what do I do? Because you've you got right. something that i right your, I'm like, okay, your bag, like, so oh, this I've got is something for that. With.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, and I, like with, I love getting new certifications and studying and learning all the time, because the way I see it is that it's like soup, you know? You don't just put chicken in a boiling pot and that mm-hmm. tastes good, mm-hmm. you know? You, need, you mm-hmm. need so many more ingredients to really have a good practice. To mm-hmm. really be able to mm-hmm. offer
1: people add this tool, that yes. tool, that and tool, as that I'm skill. as I'm
0: working with someone, I I'm like you know what I'd like to try with you. I'd like to do this, and then I'm like you know what if that, you know let's add this too, and you really can do a and you like you can really do this well-rounded thing.
1: Well, you know, you tailor it to them exactly. I mean, a not a wrench yeah. and a screwdriver on a car is not always going to be. Best thing you have to use the right tool, the right. It's like that with therapy too. Yeah. Uh, the more tools you have, the more you can be pick and choose, yes. selective as to what will work the best. Yeah, exactly. And a I, 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 toolbox, I have, that's have to throw in it. here. We were talking about <laughs> Huna
0: and and the Bible and Jesus, and I have a book at home which I've flipped through, and it's, I have not sat down to actually read it. It's called the Huna Code in the Bible.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I haven't read that yeah. one. Yeah. It, I think it's a little bit older, Startle-y. but
0: it's very interesting because it talks about how did it get there, and how these yes. messages used yeah. to travel between worlds back in the, how did that get there, right? Well, <laughs> That's all, a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, we're all connected. Okay, so I've talked to you um, about a lot of this stuff. And um, and as we are at almost almost fifty um, minutes. Grief but <laughs> grief management. Okay, you know? grief management. <laughs> yes. Oh well <laughs> that's that's your biggest experiential practice. No one wants to have to deal with that.
1: And you've you've lived it and and helped people with it. And when I complete my book hopefully like 2020, because mm-hmm. I do feel like I've been um, kind of um, new rounds of grief have put things as obstacles in my way. But beyond tragedy, surviving, and learning to thrive again,
0: yeah.
1: I hope will be in 2020. And it'll, it'll probably have a chapter in it that will be famous people also yeah. and how they dealt with their own. And I've got some good ideas about how to get some of those
0: people in there. Yeah. Oh. Well, so let me let me just introduce that idea. Yeah. So,
1: um,
0: as we wrap up here, you're writing. You have written a book of poetry. Yes. Inspirational and, poetry. And, and as I introduced Revelations,
1: it, love and nature, and it's out of print right now.
0: Okay, but if, you know, if you, con- well, we're gonna give you her contact information in a minute. Um, but also included in some books, and you're working on books, and one
1: of them is that title of the grief book, again, is... Beyond Tragedy, Surviving, and Learning to Thrive Again.
0: And this was, you know, I would say, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, because everything is a gift, and and maybe in the least likely ways, Mm -hmm. but Dee um, is the survivor of, Lo- three lost loved ones, and um,
1: significant.
0: Very, her son, her husband, and her fiance, and that is a whole another story. Um, mm-hmm. That we, you know, I'd like to talk to you more about that in a future mm-hmm. interview. Yeah, and um, I'd like, yeah, because I, th- I think I'd like to really focus on. Your book, what's going into that, and about your experiences, especially with your son Nathan, oh, and and some of the messages and we stuff. That's a, whole, that's a that's a lot about intuition and dream. You Talk um, about
1: mystical stuff. Yes.
0: So, um, we'll put that. We'll, so, you know, For stay later. tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> you'll see her name. Um, you know, and if you subscribe, you'll get to you know hear when that comes up again. I will have her listed as my guest. Um, and what other now, many books again So that's one's com- that's coming up you're also working I'm on I'm concurrently
1: working on quite a few so if I can just really get focused without having to move yeah, you and just moved. deal yeah. with other <laughs> things then um, well there's the Beyond Tragedy Surviving, Learning to Thrive Again um, the Reiki book if I can get back on that would be Transpersonal Reiki Miraculous Cases of Healing the Sleep Book, and that will be much more fun to do than a quick book. You can sleep through it. It's, no, it's on sleep, dreaming, and living lucidly. Then there's Diva Uncensored. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, I may have huh. to wait until I get, until you get the, the other sold. Ones out. <laughs> I really don't care what anybody thinks. Right. Saving that for the Crazy Redhead. i has got a lot of good stuff Crazy Redhead coming out. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and um, then maybe one soul's journey Mm -hmm. about my own memories and experience back from regressions and incarnations and different regressions and how I came to do what I'm doing now and stuff yeah
0: and next time we talk I also want to talk about past life regression which we did not even really get on here and that's a great um, a wonderful subject and so you have moved down to West Palm Beach, mm-hmm. right? And you do see clients, yeah. right?
1: I am beginning uh, to get to a point where I'm going to see where I can see clients. Okay, so recently so, moved, but if someone wanted to reach you,
0: if they, they're interested they, in your they, work, they if they'd they like can, to arrange they to They can see schedule you somehow. a
1: private session if they would like. Yes. Okay, and so how would they reach you? Your email My email right is a good way. Um, It's a capital D, A, B, C, D.
0: Uh Capital D D, as in D.
1: Two little E's, like my name, D. uh And then a dot, like period dot, holistic with an H. H H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, tree, like a tree outside. T-R-E-E. At gmail.com. So D dot holistic tree at gmail.com and i answer it personally um i'm still for now running transpersonal publishing that's right i forgot <laughs> she's also a book publisher so <laughs> which yeah. which is um you know whether i'll publish my own um, books under that yeah. or or maybe you will just turn into uh-huh. an author and well and there find more there, time there to may write. be a, there may be um, um uh, selling of transpersonal publishing too. I don't know. I yes. just I, I need to free up my time. Yeah. To going through some changes. Write, but beneficial, right? To travel, mm-hmm. to
0: do book signings. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I will put Dee's email in the um, comments um, about the show, and we are almost at an hour. And we had I had said maybe half an hour, but I, there's no way to just talk half an hour to this lady. No. So <laughs> that's why we're still here in Seoul, as the day has gone on, and it's been just a real joy, and Thank I'm you. so excited you were here. And, and I got to see her get her award. Yeah, oh, Do I, I want to th- show it. I don't you have it don't have with, it with you. Yeah, I just carry it in my back pocket, but I was very excited to um, be awarded uh, something from the Group, they they have an annual year. You can tell them about it because I don't want to brag on it. Outstanding
1: Transpersonal Contribution to the Field Award 2018 Yeah. under Yay Linda me. Thunberg yeah. as the president. Who I, I also look forward to I would have given if in. I'd still been there. But, well, you're on the but. board, right? So. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway, so I was really excited about that. And and. Part of the reason I was awarded that is that I am spreading the message of the holistic and transpersonal therapies that are available, mm-hmm. and transpersonal personal hypnotherapy, and this is part of that, is I really want people out there to know mm-hmm. that there's more than your eye can see and more, more than you thought that's real and, and useful to you, so... I appreciate Dee helping me tell you that, and I look forward to talking to you more in a future. It's so lucky that we're here together, and maybe, you know, I might just have to come down to Florida sure. to do the next a interview special with a person. It's
1: cold and yeah. yucky.
0: So I, and I can say, you <laughs> know, winter. I have to go down to see you on business. <laughs> you to have do to. <laughs> yeah. So maybe next time you see us, it will be in Florida, and um, there's a plan. Yeah. There's a plan. Yeah. I'm going to work sure. on that. And so thank you for being here once again. It's Desiree holmes Sherini, your host with Intuitive Journey with Desiree. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to seeing you next time. And thank, thank
1: you, Dee. You. And feel free to contact either one of us, both yep. of us. And yeah. we'll happily help whatever way we can. And Math yep. makes great referrals, to Yes. All over. The world for And even if you people, just
0: look up the National Association of Transpersonal Hypnotherapists, world. you can scroll through there and find certified practitioners as well as me or Dee. That rhymes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. thanks and Bye. bye-bye.